Last time on Our Sparks Ignited, our heroes returned home to find they each had things stolen by the Nagel History Museum in the name of cultural preservation. Going to Sarpedia, they met Una, who had been similarly aggrieved, having her blade, Hebisu Raisu, stolen while she was getting some food. The party confronted the proprietor and reappropriated their stolen items, along with a questionable piece of taxidermy, and Una agreed to stay with them. Up on the roof back on Cabrillon, Nicholas and Teapot had a heart-to-heart conversation, and nothing bad will ever happen to our party ever again. Welcome to Our Sparks Ignited, an interstitial actual play set in the Magic the Gathering multiverse. My name is Waffle, pronouns they, them, and I will be your GM. I'm Tanner Vogelsang, pronouns they, them, and I am playing Zefa using the familiar playbook Hi, my name is Charles, pronouns he, him, and I am playing Una, using the Knucklehead playbook. I'm Lafayette Terpong, I use they, them pronouns, I play Teapot, playing the Displaced playbook. Hi, I'm Sid, pronouns she, they, I'm playing Niklas, the Bound playbook. Y'all are on Kaladesh. You've been... Invited to a very fancy party for the Aether... It is the penultimate party for the Aetherborn known as Tiu. And you know, y'all will know, you will briefed, that penultimate parties are basically an Aetherborn's last social get-together before they dissolve back into the Aether cycle of Kaladesh. It's a celebration of their life. It's like each Aetherborn holding their own funeral and celebration before they go. Um, y'all can skip for now, but I'm going to ask you, what kind of clothes would y'all each wear to a party? Are y'all just wearing your normal get-up, or what's going on? Hmm. Una does not have any fancy clothes. She's wearing what she always wears. <laughs> she wears it kind of with, like, a, a sense of, like, well, a sense of pride, but uh, right. it's just what she always wears. My my brain is imagining that there's this, there's this scene where Teapot is is digging through her collection just kind of off, offhandedly, and I'm trying to think because I never really thought about what what the Abzan wear, but I'm imagining it's some kind of like, hmm. I it's imagine in sand, no matter what. <laughs> it's in tatters, though. <laughs> one way or the other, it's actually totally in tatters. But I'm imagining it's some kind of very fanciful like Abzan dress. I'm entire, my, my brain isn't entirely processed it, but some kind of Abzan dress with a, um, with kind of like an over, with an overcoat kind of shawl, um, Hayori kind of deal. Some, something between that. Nice. And I'm also imagining, um, Teapot is, is not going to bring her usual armaments for this. She's instead going to dig around and she's going to find a, she's going to find a blade. Um, this would probably be what's best referred to as a dap. In this case, it's this ornate yet brutal-looking single-edged sword. It's got this intense curve that gets balanced out by this blade handle. It's very similar to what you might see as a naginata if you cut off the tip, yet still maintaining the long handle. Oh, yeah. And then she she's going she's going to have it, and she's going to look at it very carefully. And like, I'm worthy of this, and she's going to. Sheathed on her, on her, uh, in her pocket. There are, uh, she, oh, sheathed on her, on her hip. The shawl she's wearing is definitely still full of pockets, and that is, that is what she's rocking. Some, a dress and a, uh, dress and an overcoat. Uh, not overcoat, like a jacket coat kind of deal. 
Zepha is wearing her cleanest lab coat. There's still some, like, a few ooze stains that she tried really hard to shout out. Uh, and she's also wearing squidgen on her head, and she's biomass to nudge him closer to a cuttlefish, so that he's got, like, a pointy bit sticking out, and, like, multi-party colors going through, like a party hat. I'm imagining it's, like, almost like, oh, uh, what, what's the... This is, it's like almost parrot colors. Yeah. So it's kind of like that eccentric person who wear who who brings a bird with them. Pretty I much. I love that. I love that. Alright. Y'all arrive at the party. You are greeted by the host. And you know you are here not only to enjoy the party, but protect the head of the new consulate, PNLR, from an assassination attempt. And this is where we're going to go to a flashback. The pre- a day ago, y'all are on Cabriland, you are all in your house. Nicholas is preparing some tea for everyone, or coffee. And Zepha, you're close to the door when you hear a knock on it. Oh, who is it? Um, I have a request for you. May I come in? Is, do we have, like, a an eye hole? Yes. Okay, she's gonna poke her eye at the eye may, hole. May I may, may I raise the idea that there is there is a hidden like a hidden kind of camera I can see through this thing device in the um uh what's that thing we stole the last episode? The the, um, the, the what's that thing you stole from the museum last episode? Oh, the was it the um the the, 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 the beaver mule? Oh, yeah. the beaver mule. <laughs> there could be a baby can in the beaver mule. Yeah, some kind of, like, magical baby cam. <laughs> like, Invader Zim style, just kind of, like... I was also gonna suggest a periscope. <laughs> yes, yes, like, again, again they only the fucking Invader Zim style, just, like, a periscope that comes out of it. Uh, beaver mule? Okay, yeah, let's do it. Comes out of the top hat. <laughs> <laughs> so you... You pull a periscope down from off-screen, and then it cuts to the outside, where the top hat... Flips open, and a little periscope. And I don't know if the other two would recognize him, but you recognize the person who's at your door, Zepha, because for a few years he had been the living guild pact of Ravnica. Oh, oh, it's this guy. Wait a second. How, how do you know where I've? I, I never joined you guys. Are, are you asking him that? Yeah, Zepha does open the door a crack, and she po- pokes her head out, and she's like, Hey, the, um, how do you know where we live? I never signed up for your gate squad. Uh, I, know, I know you didn't, Jace says. Uh, well, Anagul stole, like, Gideon Soral from his memorial on Theros, and when I got it back, he said y'all had already, like, closed him down, so... I figured you were competent. You were competent enough. I need your help. May I come in? I. It might be better to talk inside where you know. Can I? Can I roll a link with Jace first? You, you can roll a link. Yes. I'm gonna roll a heart with Jace All because right. we're kind of like the Gatewatch B team, if you think about it. We're like the D-listers, <laughs> if anything. We could be, we're, but we're like the cool indie Gatewatch. We're the green We're the mystery men of Gatewatch. Yes. <laughs> we're, like, we're like a delivery corporation at best. 
I heard Jace is super mysterious, and also he can cut guns in half with his mind. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm going to roll for that link, heart link, with my control group branded dice, hashtag non-spawn. Alright. That is a six! Alright. Um, I think I... Okay, so, mark an experience. Mark two experience, because that's also my lowest stat. Hey, get I, think in that means, I think that means you have to have, like, one of the first... What's the word again? I think you have to have be in the most off-putting manner possible when he enters the building. Um... I'm going. I mean, off-putting is kind of safe as default. Exactly, but like more off-putting. I'm going. She's not you... even chipper. She just opens the door. She's like, "Hi, we're not interested." Slam. Just like that. Please oh, go wow. away, Mormons. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make it darkling because one time, like you used to be part of the Simic Combine while Jace was the Guild Pact. And one time you had to spend a whole week at his offices before he actually showed up, because he was off doing other things. Oh no. Lavinia must hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was supposed to be like maybe a day or two process, but then it was like a week later, he just comes out, stamps it without saying anything, and then just goes back into his room drinking coffee. I'm not going to say that he's evil, he's just profoundly obnoxious. I think in terms of all this is happening as just kind of, um, uh, what's the word again? It, there, there's Teapot and there's Una. I was like, do you know who this is? By reputation. Uh, his name's Jace. He's like a big, he's a big wig guy. He has like a whole Planeswalker team that like, they're the ones who set up Planeswalker row in Ravnica. And apparently they like beat the big nasty dragon who was there a while back or something. I really wasn't paying attention at the time, um, you know, except when the weird animals started showing up. But like, I've been told dragons are mean. I mean, it really depends on the dragon. I hear this one was real nasty and not in a fun nasty. He was like bad nasty. Uh, but anyways, like he had this whole squad and he wanted a bunch of planeswalkers to like join it and protect the multiverse and all that kind of stuff. And I guess they've run into some neat things, but just wasn't it was going to interfere with my studies at the time. So I just said, no, thanks. Also, he yeah. like he had a bunch of guild people and like representatives from the university waiting for a full week when we were trying to get an audience with him, and he just like he came in, he said hi, and then he left again, like oh. ba barely even spoke to us. So, like like I said, he's just not like evil. my mother. Yeah, he's a he's a one bad mother. Um, Jason takes his foot in the door as you're closing it, and he's just like, it's like in my defense. Zephan does not know that his foot is there, so she's just trying to close the door ow, behind ow, her, and she's like, wow, this is really stuck. How? How? In my defense, Zint I was trying to save Zintakar from the Eldrazi. I was tired. I am sorry for all the times oh. I failed his guilt pact. I can also just I think you should let him in. I can also yeah. just imagine the sound from fucking Nicklaus's room. It's like, oh, fuck, is it that little twink? <laughs> <laughs> We'll cover that next week when Sid is here. Are you letting Jace in, or are you just continuing to shove the door closed? Yes, please let him in. Yes, what, what, when Una says to let him in, she finds like, oh, sorry about that. Thank you. Um, yeah. And Una will, like, she, Una's just sort of like, was just like in a meditating position where she's just on her knees there. She will get up there and, and approach him and say, uh, greetings, uh, you needed assistance? 
Yes. With a big eyebrow, like, what's going on? My name is Jace Bellerin. I used to be the Living Your Guild Your reputation pack. precedes you. You can skip this. All right, I'm sorry. He covers his eyes for a second, just like, takes a deep breath, like, and clock, just like, looks at all of y'all, like, Una, Teapot, Zepha, looks at Nicholas, who's still preparing tea. So, I have recently come across some intelligence that there is going to be an assassination attempt on the new head of the consulate in, on Kaladesh. But due to extenuating circumstances, I can't send any of the Gatewatch there. We're either busy trying to find answers to other threats or too close to the matter to be reliable. And I heard that the three of you were very, or the four of you rather, were very effective in persuading the Noggle to give things back or just let them be taken back. Really that much effort. We just threatened to kill him like six times. And kicked in a lot of his shit. And made infinite squidgens. That was really <gasps> fun. He looks at squidgen as he does that. There's, I, I think there's also like a paper mache squidgen that shows up on Jesse's shoulder. That's oh, Jesus. <laughs> we are an eclectic, but apparently effective group. Yes, that's what I've heard. I do have a tendency to make people want to go away from me. <laughs> well... Sometimes you're terrible at it, though. And she and she Aww. There's a lot to unpack there. Huh? <laughs> By the way, as a um, as a side note, like, cause I, I want to roll a link with a... I, I'm not even sure what link I'd roll from on Jace, but my mind is... Teapot is, is, is probably, like, very... Um, like, imprinting, like, like, a puppy dog. Like, you're in a cloak, I'm in a cloak. I'm gonna imprint on you because... <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what Teapot does. Yeah. What what do I roll for that? Um, heart link. Heart link, yeah. Yeah, let's get, let's hope it goes better than the last heart link. Oh, okay. Two. Two. Okay. Technically, it's three. I think technically, but three. All right, mark experience. Jesus ah, Christ. Ah, ah. I mean, she, uh, my brain is also imagining tea, Teapot is, like, poking around his pockets, like, this thing doesn't have a lot of pockets. How do you store your things? Kind of, like, like probably half-digging through Jace's pockets. I, I make most of my artifacts from Aether when I need them. But then, how do you, col- like, if it's not actually there, then are you really collecting anything? I'm... How do you make friends like that? You must be very lonely. Jace gets a hard link with Teapot because she just hit him where it hurts. <laughs> a hard link or a dark link? Yeah. Um, uh, hard link because it's making him introspect about himself. One, so the one, one link am I getting with, with Jace? You are getting a mastery link because he also has a cloak and you can either teach... You either think you can teach him how to hoard things or you can he can teach you how to wear a cloak like he can. Mm-hmm. One question from, well, not one verbal question there, just in her mind. Mm-hmm. Well, and just what, what uh, I want to know for her. 
does he still have or appear to have his post Ixalan bod? Oh, yes. It generally feels good to have some kind of muscle to be able to do things other than just erase your mind every time something embarrassing happens. You know, how, do that. That, how do you have a gut when you have an eight pack? <laughs> that never happened. Shut up. I've never done anything embarrassing. Are you sure? Yep, I'm sure. <laughs> yep. If I'd done something embarrassing, I would remember. But yeah, she's just gonna put that pin in the back of her eye there and try and not to try to think about it too hard. Yeah. Simple as that. All right. But the assassination will. The assassination attempt, if my intelligence is correct and I have any, I have no reason to believe it isn't, will happen tomorrow at the penultimate party for the Aetherborn to you. Archconsulate Pia Nalar will be attending as a guest of honor, and she has requested that members of the Gatewatch come, but like I said, we are tied up with fires all around the multiverse. So then we are Gatewatch, then. You can act as representatives. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready for such commitment. That is why we're representatives. I would not... uh, It's a part-time gig. You can call pins or anything like that? We're gate-peaking. I would not try to force anyone into such a role. I'm sure you all have your own lives and your own agendas, and I do not want to try and push this onto anyone, but... I believe you can be of great assistance to us. Well, I'm sure we could levy some pay out of you, or a favor, or something of the kind. So, of course. I, I'd be happy to do a favor later on. That's wonderful. This. All right. I'm sure. So, so many opportunities to get favors out of powerful people. All right. We're, and... uh, we're assisting with a, a noble task. Payment is helpful, but irrelevant. Well, I mean, you know, you never know when you need protection from dragons, or, I don't know. Um, they do have problems with dragons. Dragons are tricky. Dragons, well, I mean, where I'm from, the dragons don't exist anymore, because we killed them all. I oh, think. where are you from? Yeah. Tarkir. I don't, okay. Um, he produces a, to... he produces a token from his cloak, and will hand it to Una. Okay. If you if you need this, you can use it to call me. Favors are a universal currency among planeswalkers because unlike gold or zinni or whatever they use among the different planes, they can be used anywhere. Yeah. She'll just tuck it into uh, one of her uh, bracers. Yes, thank you. Well, get ready, and I hope you are successful in protecting Fionnilar. The many lives could rest on the outcome of this mission. We will do our best. Thank you. And I don't believe... Did Una introduce herself? No. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I am Una, by the nice, way. Nice to meet you, Una. I know Zepha. I'm called Teapot. Nice to meet you, Teapot. Oh. So we will uh, we'll prepare and uh, head out for, the, for this uh, celebration. All right. And he'll look do y'all and look to Nicholas one last time as Nicholas is finally coming back. And Nicholas makes it clear that he is not going because CD plane plus party, it's like too many people. 
times ten for him. We will bring you back a souvenir. Nicholas gives you a thumbs up. Mm -hmm. And with that, Jace planeswalks away, and we go back to the party. Y'all arrive. Hugh comes over. It's like, ah, friends! It's so good to have you here. It is. Are you planeswalkers? Is that what they call us? Yes. Yes, yes, we are. Yep, we're the gate sitters. Gate sitters! Oh, what a great, what a wonderful name. Oh, not my first pick, but it will do just fine. Darkseid. Darkseid! Oh my goodness, I can't believe I didn't recognize you. And he's looking straight at you, T-Bot. He, sorry, they are looking straight at you, and then they come, you know how the thing, like, fancy people do when they don't actually touch you, but it's like a hug and, like, the kiss on either side of the face? Yes, so, like, I'm sorry, I... My friend... I, I don't have a great memory sometimes. Do I know you? Were you a friend of my parents? You purchased Aether Cells from, from me... In exchange for Ethereum in the past. Ethereum? And he finally clocks, like, your arm, because, assumably, your arms aren't covered up all the way. Yeah, in this case, so, yeah, no, I'm not. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I must have confused you for someone. Do, do you have a sister? You, Darkseid looks just like you, except she has an, she has an arm made out of Ethereum. I don't... I'm... I'm... I'm an only child, to my knowledge. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forget a lot, though. I could have always had a sister. I haven't seen my parents in forever. I am so sorry. My name is Tiu. May I ask your name on it, friend? I'm called Teapot. It is good to meet you, Teapot. Mm -hmm. And you, sword wield sword wielding friend? Uh, Una's gonna do a full bow, and, uh, like as deep as she can, and she she just be like, "I am Una. It is an honor to meet you." The Aetherborn takes pleasure from that full bow and claps. It is an honor to meet you too, Una. You seem to be a very good person. And such a unique friend, that blue hair and that cuttlefish on top of you. May I ask your name? Oh, certainly. My name is Zepha and this is Squidgen. Oh. Well, it is an honor to meet all of you. We have free food. We have drinks in the corner over there. We have the Paula over there talking about her racing vehicles, and I'm sure you can find someone to spend time with. Well, if you'll need me, I will, I'll be over talking with Consulate Nalar. We have so many things planned. Well, she does. I, <laughs> I don't have too much more planned, if you get my meaning. Of course. All right. I want to roll some kind of link, but I don't know what link to roll this individual. Uh, I mean, if how, what does T-Bot feel about them? Disgruntled and not favorable. This is kind of this moment, like, do I have siblings? Uh, and just maybe. kind of like these, the, there's just a lot of bad energy. Just kind of like, I don't like this person. If they're giving Depala bad vibes, maybe a dark link would be in order. Because it's like, first they did that whole presumably touching you thing without asking. Hey, do you have siblings? This person who's more successful than you is more successful, and your parents might have loved this person. That's maybe why they left. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might do a dark link roll too, actually, because 
because of a couple of things. First off, vibing off of Teapot's vibe. And mm-hmm. second off, even though she's going to be unfailingly polite, Aetherborn are kind of like solid spirits, and that's just messing with her <laughs> spirit dar. <laughs> so just spirit right. dar? Yeah. <laughs> spirit dar. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the I word I think they call be. that an EMF. Or oh, a, uh... like Ghostbusters. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Took me a second. Yeah. I'm going to roll for light because she thinks they are a super normal. Uh, so I rolled a four. Yeah, we are getting so many good rolls tonight. I got a six oh, again. I, I also, I, ch- I checked the familiar and it says that oh. when I fail, the familiar also gains a dark link. Yep. So you have a dark link. So Squidget now has a dark link with Chase and with Tiu. I, I got an 11. You got an 11. So you get your dark link. How do you spell um, that name even? T-I-Y-U. Thank you. I was wondering. You went for you were going for a light link, Tanner? Yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and give you that light link and bank a hard move. All right. And for Una, you were going for a dark link. Mm-hmm. I rolled a four. I'm going to say I'm going to give the give you that dark link but T was also going to get a dark link with you because they they have interacted with enough mortals that they can see when someone is like hiding contempt for them or like when someone is like dangerous to them they can just get that general vibe off you mm-hmm. so you trying to convince them to do anything would be will be a disadvantage because they're like what the fuck is this person on about? No fair. That's, no, no, that's 100% fair. All right. Yeah. So, I can hate as... you more, man. They're, they're mortal, but they're not mortal. They're spirits, but they're not spirits. They're weird. <laughs> they're like pirates. together. Mass hysteria. They're pollution. I think they're fascinating. Positively. I just think they're neat. <laughs> Teapot holding a button, Aetherborn. I just think they're neat. <laughs> Well, if you weren't so uncomfortable with you when you met with them, I would be probably be fine. All right, like T said, there are there are drinks. There's like little there's finger food going around. Like you see some elves and some dwarves and some like filigree constructs walking around with various finger foods and such. So you need that. There's Paula who is, like, gushing about her latest vehicle, like, her hyperfixation. There's a female elf with dark skin just, like, on the stairs, like, playing with filigree butterflies as she listens to Paula absentmindedly. Starting with Una, name one thing about the party that attracts your attention. Um... She is going to look like she... Well, here's the thing. She's going to be looking for anything that has... Any finger food or anything like that that has rice in it. It's going to be All one right. of her favorite foods. Uh, but she's also going to try to orbit uh, the, the party as best she can there to keep an eye on Pia. Mm-hmm. All right. Teapot? Teapot, for the most part, is going to shadow Una, but, like, I think she's going to... There's, there's going to be a corner of the... Um... There's gonna be a corner of the party that reminds her a lot of the uh what's the word again? Um that like 
the Abzan parties. I, I imagine there was like a corner where all the all the orphans would be. Yes. And, and she's get, she, she's distracted by that to an extent, just having memories. All right. And Zetha. Um, this is just what we're doing at the party. Um, yes, or something that attracts your attention. Zetha is not going to be so crass as to ask about Aetherborn biology to the one who apparently will be dying today or soon after. Mm-hmm. So she's going to try and track down, like, a group of other Aetherborn to just, like, ingratiate herself in with the group. All right. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to have Una... Can you roll me a deep dive? Uh, That'll be 2d6 plus heart. 2d6 plus heart. Uh, 8 plus 2 is... 10. Yeah. Cool. Or, sorry, but plus 1 is 9. Sorry. Oh, 8 plus 1 is 9. Okay. Yeah. Um, then I'm actually going to go... Like, this is her samurai stuff there. This is what she's going to do. What seems out of place, or whatever the, the question what, is. What here is not as it seems. Yes. All right. You notice a piazza attendant who is just, like, hovering oh, hovering behind you the entire party. And it's not that unusual, especially as a samurai, you would know that there would always be attendants behind nobles, like, being like, hey, can I give you this? Hey, da-da-da-da-da-da. Even just holding up, like, pieces of robes as they walk along mm-hmm. but she the attendant with Pia has direly little interest in anything else she doesn't take a drink or doesn't take even the little food thing and you notice that some of the guards like just regular consulate guards around the room aren't staying you're standing at attention but just like the attendant they're not even like these motherfuckers are pulling like the Buckingham Palace vibes when they're not at Buckingham Palace. They're in the middle of a party where even like other guards are just like sparsely socializing. Okay. So yeah, you 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 can clock about three guards who are like strangely at at attention and the attendant whose sole goal is to be right up against Pia. Well, not right up against, but you know. Then I am going to uh, head up to Pia and introduce myself. And I'm going to make sure that I'm positioning myself so I'm as between her and that attendant as possible. And what does the the, uh, attendant look like? Um, she is, uh, dark-skinned woman with her hair braided up and her hair is braided back and like contained within like a filigree kind of net and she has like nice a nice silken dress on got it okay uh just a a human or an elf oh she's a human okay cool uh so yeah just gonna go up to up here and be like uh, good day, uh, Arch Consulate. How are you doing today? It's good. To, it's good to meet you. I, I'm doing well. I don't believe I've caught your name. And she's going to hold out a hand for you to shake, if you wish. Uh, I will shake it briskly. There, I. My name is simply Una. It is an honor. 
It is good to meet you, Una. Uh, are you, are you one of my daughter's friends? You could say that, yes. I am absolutely oh. one of your uh, daughter's friends. Uh, uh, she sends her regards. That's good. I know, I know Chandra is busy, but it's good to have a member of the Gatewatch here as representatives for this event. Yes, members of the Gatewatch. <clears throat> it is our honor to be here. Uh, are are you enjoying uh, the uh, festivities? Oh yes, oh yes. Tu has contributed a lot in the past two years, and it will be sad to see them go. But it's all part of the natural circle of things. It's all part of okay. the Aether cycle. I wasn't aware that their Aether cycle was so short. Yes, well, most Aetherborn live up to three years, and. Judging by what they say, they know the exact moment they're going to pass on. So they don't feel a, like a death. It's more another part in their life when they become something else. That is a fascinating process there. I, I, I don't experience it that much, uh, given the <sighs> nature of my work. But uh, yes. I guess it's, uh, it's, it's good to know uh, more about other cultures. It is. And she's just going to keep going on like this just to see if she's going to be ticking off the attendant and or and or the guards and if they see if they're going to start sweating, basically. Um. The attendant. Are you actively like the attendant's going to try to keep getting her around you? Are you going to actively try to keep her away from Pia? Yes. All right. I'm going to have you. Roll plus light to defend from harm. Just to, actually, roll plus dark to interfere in the attendants attempting to stick to Pia. All right, my dark is zero. Is there anything I can do to help since I'm also there in this exact? Um, excuse me. This is a bit shadowing Una. You can <clears throat> you could try to limit break Una if she does poorly. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'll see what you can do. Uh, six plus one, seven. Seven, that's it. Seven. Oh, see? There you go. Don't do it cleanly. Something goes wrong in a dramatic way. If you, if T, if you're good with that T-Bot, that's good. Or if you want to try to push it up to a full success, mm. you could limit break. How exactly? I, I, okay, I don't think we've actually gone around to limit breaking yet, so how exactly would that function? Limit break. When you help your friends or create an opportunity for them, roll with light. On a 10 plus, you give plus one forward, which it's you will lift your ally to the next level of success. On the 9 to 7, it costs you. You spend a link or take harm. On a miss, you make the situation worse. I'm always up for all three of those. <laughs> it's role-playing, baby! <laughs> that was a flat six. Oh... <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. So I'm gonna narrate what's happening with it going dramatically wrong. Like the attendant is getting frustrated and eventually starts to try and muscle past Una. And I think maybe would Teapot try to pull her off if she saw that yeah, it didn't. I think I, I think the minute that they go violent, uh, Teapot kind of just co- comes in like a like an angry Chihuahua, like hand on the blade immediately. Like, do we have a problem? And the way this it makes it worse instead of helping her is the attendant is going to 
round and you'll get away from me and just shove you onto your ass teapot and the festivities just to stop. Oh no, I go I want I want ass over kettle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we will resolve what happens next, but let's swing over to Zefa who is delightfully talking with the Aetherborn who's who've just started admiring both her brilliant hair color and general aesthetic and squidgen. Yes, yes, he's he's quite cute. I made him myself out of a, of a variety of different creatures. Oh my goodness. Oh. Wow, that is so that is amazing. Oh, what a pleasure to meet you. You know, I've never had the actually I've never had the honor of interacting with Aetherborn at all. So this is very new to me, but it's so fascinating. Oh, I don't believe we've ever had the pleasure of interacting with us. What did I believe you're a centaur? Yes, yes. Uh, there's a b- bunch of us on Ravnica. Apparently we're oh, on yeah. other planes, but I think like Ravnica is like... Ravnica and Theros are like the main places where you can find centaurs. Oh, I would love to see the one I but can't. No, you know. Although, oh, that, that's too bad. I'm not exactly soft. I'm not exactly organic, so maybe. Who knows? You know, I had this good friend, Rashmi. Rashmi... Rashmi, she had, she in, she invented a portal that could, like, move things between places. So she was able to teleport a, was it a teapot? No, 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 it was, she was able to teleport inanimate objects between spots. And then the consulate confiscated it and... Some of them stole plans for it. And then consulates, it's all fine. And now we have a new consulate. Oh, so, well, you might be able to visit other planes then. Oh, well, I would love to visit other planes before before my time is up. So how, how can I help you? How can I help you, Zefa? I, 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 just, I just want to learn more about the Aetherborn. You know, like, are you a lot like... I don't want to say you're you're not necessarily alive, but you're clearly, from a biological standpoint, there's something different happening with y'all than there mm. is with other kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry if that came out weird. No, no, that that is perfectly fine. At the point, we are used to being weird, as as you would say, we are all born from off product of in, invention and technology. We are born from the processed either, and well, some of us have a closer link to your kind of biology we can drain life from creatures with a touch Ooh. most most of us are just what we have when we're born and i think that's enough that is super fascinating i i wouldn't be able to, i'm always looking for more and more but you know if it works for you if if it ain't broke don't fix it county might have a disagreement on that and the uh, three aether porn laugh without giving you any context. There's also, if this is a story card, the flavor text says, Zepha has never met something that she didn't think was broke. I can fix him, she thinks, as she holds up an octopus. I can. Not enough tentacles. And t thinking, I can make him worse. <laughs> also holding up an octopus, but for different reasons. It's more like, I can make him love me. Oh, God. <laughs> Is this, a, is this a new parental figure to disappoint? 
<laughs> Cheapest cripes. <laughs> All right. And it is around this time that you, there's some scuffling you don't notice it at first, but the whole room falls silent as it didn't yells a teapot to get off of her or get away from her. Teapot goes falling on her ass. And we'll pick up with Teapot Anuna. This attendant just showed her all goddamn ass, shoving poor, poor, defenseless teapot to the ground in frustration. So what I'm going to do yes? is I'm just going to quickly say to Pia, be ready, and I'm going to turn to face the, uh, the attendant. Pia looks at you in the strike. The attendant looks back at you and like, I am trying to guard the consulate here. What are you doing? Me? I'm trying to guard the consulate. What are you doing? I'm trying to keep her safe from threats like you strangers who just showed up. I've never seen you before. How can we be sure you're part of the gate watcher, whatever they call us? I understand your, your reticence, but your behavior predates my approaching of your precious consulate. So what were you protecting her from before you even knew that we were here? And as she's saying that, there... An alarm starts sounding throughout the city, and the guards who were standing guard, the, those Buckingham Palace guards, they start attacking other people in the party. They're not drawing their swords. Instead, when they attack, their arms shift into a gray metal that slice into. Oh! And Heavy Sudaisu is out! <laughs> yeah, and Uda, you didn't notice it before, but as you're looking into the guards... They all look like the exact same person. Ah, I, I see. Consulate, we need to get you to safety. We need to get you to safety, Consulate. And the attendant starts trying to push Pia back out of the room. What do you want to do? I want to try and see if Teapot can 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 figure out whether this is... Because we're still on the fence on whether... Who is this? Uh, who, what's the attendant's name again? I forgot her name already. You have not gotten her name. Oh, great. So we, this attendant... So I want I want to try and figure out whether her, her intentions are malicious or actually protective, since she say that she is somebody's mother? No, she's not... I don't think she said that. She was... She just doubted who y'all were, and she was trying to protect Pia. So roll the deep dive. Mm. So roll plus heart. Roll plus heart. Eleven. Uh, what do I find out? Is it... Again, I that that gives me three questions on a deep delve, right? Yeah, that. So, is this person related to Pia? Is this person's intentions good? And should I stab her? <laughs> I, I'm gonna say so. It's from the from this list. So, I'm gonna say at least one tier is not as it seems is one of them. She's definitely trying to get Pia alone, but it's not to protect her. <clears throat> what? So you can ask, what here could I use to blank? What's the best way out of the situation? What's the biggest threat here? And what was done here recently? Teapot is not at all. Teapot is not at all thinking about how to solve this non-violently. So I think the first question here is, what is the biggest threat here? Should I should uh in terms of the now uh extremely murderous fucking uh Buckingham guards? So the bread um. of normal Tuesday uh, or. <laughs> <laughs> Or, oh. um, this bitch. Well, the guards, the guards at the moment are the biggest threat in the situation, but the sirens outside 
those remind you of like the raid signs when Abzan territories were coming under attack, or the sound of marching horns. And this, so this seems kind of like part of a more of a bigger attack. Mm-hmm. So whatever's happening outside is probably the biggest threat. But the guards, the fake guards, seem poised to kill the most people in this room. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and you can hold on to the last question if you don't know what you want to do. I don't yet. know that yet. I think Teapot is going immediately. She's going to draw her blade and she's going to go for this person's eyes. All right. So you will roll 2d6 plus dark plus one because you are acting on your questions. Hmm. Let's see. I'm going to use the bullseye dice because those are always fun to use. Bullseye dice. They only have ones on them. <laughs> it's these little lovely bone dice I have. Oh nice! <laughs> I adore these. Same, same day, same roll. Eleven. Eleven. Holy shit! Okay. Twelve. So yeah. I think this part. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Okay. Choose. Choose two. So basically, I guess it's a roll to subdue since I'm going for the eyes. Are you trying to kill her? I'm not trying to kill her. I'm trying to disable her. Cause I still have questions. All right. So she's, I, I imagine, so Teapot goes ass over Kettle, and she falls over, she, I think she, she knocks on her back, and this, this influences, she's trying to storm off, Teapot is going to lunge, basically, um, grab at her thigh, pull her to the ground, draw the blade in a quick motion, uh, blade immediately goes straight for the eyes. On a tip plus, you do harm plus, then choose two, so... The harm you do is, like, slashing across her eyes, so she's screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, you could take something from them, force a change of location, or de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. I think my brain is immediately going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to get some questions answered. Make, uh, you know, pr- uh, protect the guests, and Teapot is going to, uh, basically just, you know, uh, with her now free hand, take her by the throat and drag her off. Alright. Like, probably, like, under under a staircase, or, like, I'm, I'm imagining this grand ballroom of, like, those really obnoxious stairs. Like, that, that, that go on both sides. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, basically drag her under those, and then... I guess I'd, I think this... I think I'll probably interrogate her in a second. Alright. Yeah, so, I'm gonna say that de-escalate the situation with her and force a change of location. Alright. Yeah. Una and Zayf, a teapot has just dragged away this woman, and if you look at the floor, where there would have been blood for her, from her eyes being goddamn slashed, there's just like this kind of silvery pool of liquid. But I don't know hmm. if teapot noticed that from the all the commando moves she had been pulling. That's weird. Like okay. fucking splinter selling uh... this motherfucker. She's gonna. Una's gonna notice if blood's not yeah. blood. So is Zayfa. <laughs> Absolutely expect blood, and if it's silver stuff, yeah. Um, it looks a lot like the guards. Does it look? Because yeah, because here's the thing: does it look like uh, teapots got the uh, attendant? The, yes, uh, attendant. Yeah, does she looks like she's got okay. Um, then she's going to engage the guards because she wants to keep the people All safe. Right. There are three guards. How are you doing this? Um, 
Hopefully, uh, Hepsudaisu uh, will be able to do the chat faster. She's like a or, sorry. Is it just one hand that's steel, or is it both? Um, or like I mean the stabbies. Both hands become stabbies. Okay. Yeah. They're just doing the like, like I'm getting hyped for this punch, but they're murdering people. All right. So she's just um. No, that won't work. Yeah, she's just going to try to just basically chop off one or both of their hands. Both if possible, but one... But disabling them is disabling right. them. Do you want to straight out kill them, or are you trying to de-escalate the situation? Do you want to question them? Um... Well, they've shown that they're uh, soulless automatons. Uh, she's going like, like she'll she'll kill. All right, no, cool. No problem. Strike with intent. Eight. Eight. So you deal harm and choose one. You defend yourself from harm. You deal great harm, or you take control of the situation. Well, again, she's more than ready to kill because again, they're, they're, it's not yeah. really killing. Uh, she will take control of the situation because taking control of the situation is uh, stopping bad things from happening, and that's oh. the important bit. She wants to keep people right. safe. So. You do manage to cut off one of the belated hands that's you taking control of the situation and dealing harm. But then another one but then another one comes up behind you, stabbing you through the back, dealing one harm or slashing you across the back, Una, dealing one harm to you. And Zefa, you see two of these guards going against Una while another one continues waiting, tr taking out guards who are like startled that their friend is apparently an automaton now. I guess this is happening now. Uh, Zepha is going to pluck Squidgen off her head. She's going to turn to the Aetherborn. If you thought he was cool now, watch this. She's going to huck Squidgen like a harpoon. And I'm going to roll with heart and hopefully... Hang on, let me check. What is What do the moves? This is the familiar transformation move. Rolling with heart to see if it succeeds in turning into a big old nasty boy. And that is, oh, right, my heart is minus one. So that's a five. All right. So Squidgen just kind of splats against the face of the guy without transforming into anything. And the Aetherborn, not sure that you didn't mean to do that, do that, Polite. What's he doing? So what does he do now? Uh, ideally, he starts biting and gnashing and tearing. Uh, Squidgen! Squidgen, get, get him! Get him! You, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do one harm as the guard just, like, grabs Squidgen with, like, one of its non- Like, one of its sword hands, like, break it off into claws, grab Squidgen, and throw him onto the ground. Ah! Can I, can I have Squidgen strike with intent? Yes, and you can use war form for when you fight with, so roll plus mastery. My mastery is actually good. I hope so. You went to school for this. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's an 11. All right. So, Squidgen, uh, based off of the conversation we were having earlier, Squidgen, mm -hmm. like, stumbles up to his tentacles and rearranges so his mouth is sticking upwards and then it just erupts into the toothy maw, the Matt Mercer patented toothy maw of a hippopotamus. All right, you deal harm and choose to defend yourself from harm, deal great harm, or take control of the situation. 
I'm going to deal great harm and take control. I'm going to let each of you do a dealing great harm. It looks like as Squidgen just completely engulfs this guard, killing them and spitting out like a great lump that has vaguely humanoid proportions. I, I was picturing just, yeah, chomps down on the upper half and rips it off and then spits it. So yeah, this tangled mess of metal goes sliding across the floor and the legs are just still kind of standing there, walking around, looking for the top half of Darth Maul. Nice. Oh, damn it. Oh, that's... A touch dark, but proper for they're, our But game. they're robots! <laughs> I know. Right? It's like, uh... It, it's like, uh, Marvel cartoon violence. <laughs> these robots don't have souls. We might encounter robots with souls later, but these ones specifically don't. Y'all encounter Karn. He's just a robot. We can kill it. Karn's like, wait, what? <laughs> Fine, I sense a disturbance of the Force. It's like killing a toaster. Answer that one toaster from fucking Fallout. Um, yeah. I think the harm that's being done to Squidgen is like a sword is stuck in one of his teeth, so that's uncomfortable for him. So you have a whining Squidgen now. Oh, sweetie, don't, don't worry, I'll get you one of those uh, mental bones later. And we are back to Teapot. So I think under the stairs, there's all this chaos and din. Teapot has dragged the person across the floor, probably leaving this trail of silvery blood. With what, uh, with their free hand, press them up against the uh, against the wall or the closest thing to a wall. So this uncomfortable incline of stair, floor, and like the actual like support pillar. And be like, what is going on here? Who are you? What are you doing here? This uh, this this incoherent level of questions as you know, Blake kind of leveled at the throat. I am going to have you roll to convince someone. This will um, get her to open up if you succeed. Actually, <laughs> actually, instead of the sword, uh, the sword goes away. The teapot comes out. Okay. The teapot is hot. Huh. So I'm okay. So that's an eight. I'm using my teapot. So it's plus one. And this is well to convince uses heart. Heart. Yes. That's a ten. All right. So I think I'm leveling this now scorching hot teapot against this person's face. Because here's the thing. I didn't choose the name teapot. That's what they called me in New Capenna. Because people just didn't know how to leave what's good alone. And this teapot had to come out very often. And I see that you aren't exactly made of, made of what people are made of. But I hear that metal has a much worse interaction with heat. So you're going to tell me exactly what's happening here. Or I think I might be experimenting a new tea flavor. She starts... Laughing, which is kind of fucked because her eyes are gone. There's like this silver liquid running down her face. And you can actually see two a red dot in each of the sockets. The great work has already begun. Kapena, Ravnica, Kaldish, it doesn't matter. Oh, I don't like that answer. She's going to start pouring the tea. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, God. Just, like, emptying this large tea... I would say this is probably, like, a 48-ounce tea kettle. Oh, right. So just emptying this thing in her face. She does not seem bothered at all by it. But you do get out of her. You cannot kill me in any way that matters. All will be one. Oh, that's a shame, because I just don't like... As her chest starts to glow, she whispers in your ear, Oh! Hail Phyrexia. Teapot, defend from harm. Defend That's from his harm. All right. <gasps> oh, oh. Crackers. All right. Let's see. Also using the teapot to to 
defend myself. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what else is there. It's like Princess Peach using Toad. Just it is a very heavy tea kettle. <laughs> Let's see, defend from harm. Uh, using light. The frown on Charles' face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's bad. Phyrexia, bad. All right, bad I is Phyrexia. So I can I can spend a link to uh to reroll the dice, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm gonna spend my link of Asolano. All right. So rolling this two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a six. Mark experience. On it. And the situation escalates. Let's see, yeah, defend from harm. Mm-hmm. The situation escalates, you take the harm, so you're gonna take one harm as she just explodes. The... I'm just ima- imagining it's a mess of probably hot oil, metal shards, and hot water just uh, mm-hmm. ripping across teapot. I'm not gonna I mean, say right? I'm not gonna say there's all above table, these are all duplicates. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Teapot isn't so now the one. Borg. No, yeah. <laughs> Teapot isn't gonna be joining Tamio just yet. Yeah. Or Johnny. Later. Yeah. Yeah. So just these yeah, these shards that kind of send Teapot violently backwards into a column, hitting this kind of rip shards. <laughs> yeah, you you take you take the harm as the shards hit you like there's fire, and you drag her under the stairs. So you hit the column supporting the stairs, and the stairs fall on top of you, Teapot. You are pinned currently. So, do we see this? You hear the explosion, then the Teapot, and then the stairs collapsing, all in like the span of a second. So, okay, I'm gonna Zephyr's gonna call out to Squidgen. Ah, Squidgen, full hippo, get over there. Don't know what full hippo. Full, full hippo. Full hippo. Um, I'm gonna say push through stress using mastery. If you're oh. trying to get, if you're trying to free teapot. That's with links, correct? Yes. Plus the number mastery. Mastery link. Woo. So that's a five. I feel like I have to get trampled. I think that's the only answer. Of what happens here? Okay. So Squidgen didn't see. Squidgen just heard the explosion. Knew vaguely that someone was that way. But Squidgen didn't see Teapot gets trapped or hear Teapot's cry of distress. So you point and say, Whoa, Hippo! Squidgen's like, Like some Simic Hippo Pigeon Squid hybrid with just like Cthulhu tentacles, like flapping, just starts charging for Teapot. Can I defend for harm? Yes. Let's use some dice that haven't let me down tonight. Have the dice let you down? Oh, yeah. All right. It was all down tonight a little bit, but that's okay. That's the way the game Let me goes. see if I can do anything about this. No, as far as I'm aware, I can't do anything about this. Unless. Yeah, no, that's good. That's, yeah, that's all right. Zepha, would you like to try and limit break Teapot? Because you know that you know that Teapot's in trouble. Squidgen doesn't. And you see Teapot's just like poking out underneath rubble, not able to get out of the way before Squidgen just. Yeah, I'm gonna change my dice and then I'm gonna limit break. Alright. This is gonna take a good this is gonna take a really good dice to fix this. Rolling with light, which uh, is zero for me. It only okay. gives plus one forward though. No, I'm I'm rolling like KHA Cafe does and like the interstitial podcast does. 
Oh, okay. It will bump you up to the next level because limit break plus one, it's just boring. Right. Gotcha. Oh, does it just bump you yeah. up? Yeah. I'm going <sighs> to. Okay, and that was a six, but I'm going to spend a link to reroll the one. So Good. I'm going to, I'm going to Good. spend my Asolano link. <laughs> Asolano is being forgotten in service of Teapot not dying. There we go. That's an eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. So do you want to spend right. a link or take a harm? I'll take a harm. I'll, I'll, we'll say it that, like, it hurts Squidgen, and through the transitive property, it hurts me as well. All right, so you're up to two harm. And that bumps you up to a partial success. So, defending from harm, you can either expose yourself to danger or the G and makes a move. Teapot. I think uh, I am out of the rubble now, but Teapot is completely just ripped up. Probably just uh, the whatever outfit that Teapot was wearing is absolutely yes. ruined. Not just that, but the bandages are peeking through. So there's just so there there are just several scars just poking out from underneath um, what Teapot normally wears under her outfit. All right. And she is just completely. I I guess I, the best way to say it is she is just completely vulnerable to any danger. She is she is she is naked in a battlefield. Alright, she's naked in a battlefield. So you're exposing yourself to danger as that is. Does it look like Zepha's got the? The metal guards, we still, like... There's still two metal guards, but I think exposing to danger, the guard that slashed you originally sees that, hey, there's this helpless person, and my function Mm -hmm. is to kill as many people as possible. So they are breaking off to attack Teapot. But you didn't take the harm, and you are now out of the trouble. I'm I'm still only at one harm. (laughs) I think you're... Yeah. I'm at two yet because, like, the, uh, I assume that the, the the whole hippo defending me from harm thing worked out. Let's see. To an extent. No. Because I took one harm for the shrapnel. Oh, yeah, that's right. For I some mean. reason, I thought, sorry, I was just conflating other things. All right. Yeah. You're one harm so far. I'm glad because I was going to, oh my God, he bought a three harm. And that would have been stressful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sid be. comes back next week and, like, we kill Teapot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nick Nick lost missing for one day. Yeah, Teapot's dead. <laughs> no. Screaming. All right. So here's what I'm, I'm thinking. I'm gonna do next. I'm thinking that I should, because I'm thinking that I should uh, burn a heart link to uh, go gear second. I'm not quite sure how to do that. So gear second, you spend a heart link to. Roll for two separate basic moves in immediate succession. Okay. So how, how do I um, represent uh, well, using the heart link? I'm assuming you're doing it to defend Teapot, yeah, right? Using the heart link, yeah. Yeah, so you can, you're basically seeing Teapot, and that like triggers the power you get from the link with them. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so then I'm rolling 2d6 twice plus... Well, it depends on what, what move do you want. Do you want to... Kill these motherfuckers? Do you want yes. to? <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna say you'll roll two strikes with intent. Yep, absolutely. The first two d six roll is nine plus one. I'm assuming so ten. Uh huh. All right. And then please, please also six and five. So, nice. Oh, e. So tell us what it looks like. It's Una goes into this, like, second gear mode. It, there's going to be a little bit of Dragon Ball Z there. She's going to kind of move, like, she's going to kind of blur. And uh, before the guard even knows what's happening, there, there, uh, Hepasudais, who is through his chest, and then she's just going to 
friggin' slices nice. it off. Nice. Yeah. All right. So above board, Five. each of these creatures only has two harm. So you could take care of one of them with with one move. So deal great harm and defend yourself. You could take care of both of them if you wish to. Both of the remaining ones. Let's do that. Let's just get the the other other one taken All care right, of. All right. So yeah. you slice his head off, and then as the other one goes, do you mind if I say something? Go for it. It's like it's like it's super hot. Everything just slows down for you after you slice off Ed. You turn around and he's slowly drawing, charging at you. You take Hebusu Raisu like a jab, or you just throw Hebusu Raisu, and it just spins, catching him straight in the head before embedding into the wall. Beautiful. And you just walk over, pull it out, and it once again resumes a great form of a duplicate. Vapa might recognize them because I'm sure sometimes Demir agents would use shapeshifters like this to do their work. Yeah, I will. Zepha doesn't recognize the robot parts, but she's definitely familiar with the idea of like duplicates and doppelgangers and copies. Um, but I think right now she's more concerned with whatever just happened under the stairs, and so she is also making her way over to see if there's anyone who needs help. Does she know that that a uh, teapot is under there, or? I think that's explicitly why you went to go well, uh, help. Uh, you sent. Squid well, Zepha saw the like. Zephyr's, I don't think I actually said this, that Zephyr's concern was that someone was being collapsed upon. I don't think she knew who, though. Because she was distracted when you started doing the stab. All she saw was the eyes, and then, oh, we gotta fight some robots. Yeah, so, yeah, Teapot, you don't know, you didn't know that Teapot was under there, but you knew someone was under there, so I assumed you were like, okay, Squidgen, time to hippo rescue time. Basically. you didn't point that out. And, and that didn't quite work, so now it's Zephyr rescue time. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of rescue time, now that the duplicates are dispatched, uh, uh, Una's going to be scaring the, the field for Pia because mm-hmm. let's refocus on why we're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think there's this moment where where Teapot is just kind of pulling herself out of out of rubble, <laughs> just kind of shards of metal and rock, whatever other like splinters and sediment has got embedded herself and ripped her apart. Kind of dragging herself out with the blade. Her, I, I imagine her coat is in flames, and she it just kind of she shrugs it off. It's like, where's Pia? I, um, I don't know. You stand still. I'm gonna try and no, I can take it. I can okay, take it. Do you have any idea where she went? Teapot. Pia, you. No. I'm on it. Yeah. Zepha, take care of her. I've got to I'm go. I'll find Pia. And so scanning really quick. Is she actually within view right yeah, now? As it all started. You see Pia, like, in the corner right now. She has her arm over to you in, like, that kind of get-behind-me manner. She, she's, like, up in a corner. Somehow she got one of those, like, welding gloves that they have they use in Kaladesh. So it's just... All in sparks. Like, there's just a, like, miniature flamethrower on her face, and she has her goggles down. You don't... You didn't even re- realize she had goggles, but... She just has her goggles Sorry. on and, like, that welding... Sp- Mark's, like, ready for anyone to come at her. I think my brain... Yeah. Because I, ha- I, I I did roll for I have a plan. I failed my I have a plan roll. Oh. So I think I what I what I want to do is I want to give... I want Teapot to hand her a weapon that is not functional. <laughs> your, what if your sword broke in the... Ooh. No, no not, definitely not the sword. Not, that's not yet. But my brain is imagining, like, she... She has something that she that, that she needs. So um this is I my brain is imagining the new Capenna the new Capenna t- 
Tommy gun that was in uh, Teapot's room. But oh, it has no ammo. Me to print a Tommy guns. They're but it has stupid. But they but they bad, doesn't bad. have I love them. But it doesn't have ammo. So you hand that to Pia? Or it's just kind of like yes, it's like to defend yourself and pass over this this the uh you know a new Capenna typewriter. <laughs> well, she can stack an artifact to make creatures not block. Uh, so she, mm. she has just like this like flame just coming out coming out of her gauntlet. She like is holding the typewriter clumsily with one hand. Thank, thank, yeah. thank you. I see you're ready. Thank you for being I... ready. That probably saved your life. You don't become Renegade Prime without knowing how to fight. What are those I things? I saw that in your eyes. Tio, are you alright? I... Yes. Yes, thank you, friend. I, I did not want to meet my end quite so soon. I still have a good 45 minutes. Well, there is a schedule yes. to keep. Oh, we need to defend our, our, our friend here for 45 minutes. Uh, that sounds about right. Or, or sh- should we take care of the pressing matter of the raid that's occurring this, right now? Yes, this is... It could be consulate loyalists, but I don't know who would dare attack us in a party, much as the old consulate wasn't even this brutal. Does anyone know what Phyrexia is? Uh, I actually don't know if I know what Phyrexia is. It would be head. after Una's time, I'm pretty sure. It would be. It'd be so. It'd be somewhere in the the time warp of of Una, if I'm not mistaken. It'd and be way has, before. Has Zepha know? Does Zepha know Phyrexia? Um, give me a good reason why she would, and I'll let you roll for it. I can't remember. Well, I'm just trying to think as if she's mentioned it on the pod before. I don't think she has, and okay. I don't think she. We've talked about yeah. her, but not like I. Then you know, Zepha's not going to know anything either. I don't think any of the any of the people who knew that Phyrexia was uh, back have been to Ravnica recently. Uh, the dramatic irony. Mm-hmm. Um, but but well, while this is happening, Zepha is going to use magic to try and heal Teapot. All right. Mm. So now that, uh, yeah, that's a nine. So I'm going to heal one harm. You see, hey. you see, like the, the ethereal projection of a gecko. Emerge from Squidgen and Zepha kind of foops that into Teapot and Teapot heals a harm. A gecko? Yeah, because they can regenerate. <laughs> it doesn't yes, mean you're part I gecko. I know, I was just like, gecko. It's like aspect Just of so you gecko. know, there's still an open wound on, uh, on my back. Well, and Teapot, for the unintended consequence, there's just like a simic trademark on where your wound was. Oh no! <laughs> If there's one thing the Simic are known for, mm-hmm. it's branding. <laughs> I was Simic. healed by this Simic heal magic. This heal was sponsored to you by Simic. Simic. We're not as dangerous as the Rakdos. Nothing is as dangerous as Rakdos. Well, you know what I mean. Alright. Fair. Yeah, you Can hear I? sounds of large-scale fighting happening outside. Also, I can just imagine it's like a large-scale amount of clattering as, as uh, so, uh, you know, the, the, the gecko's, like, I guess, spell's entry point makes a brand and, like, a bunch of other, like, splinters and sediments that got stuck in teapot just kind of, like, yeah. out, like, TF2 healing yeah. style. Uh, yeah, Tio, do you, any of you have a very strong room that no one can get into with, it, with ease? Yes. Uh, here? Here? Yes, oh. it's, it's, it's my Excellent. fungin. 
Ah. Shins later. I will not be further <laughs> on that. All right. Come, let, let, let us go to the fungin. Why do you... Yes, let's. Let, if it is a cure, then that is all we need. Concerned, though, these things don't exactly hold shape. Are y'all going to go with him? Are you going to go outside to investigate the fact? Because I think Pia is going to stand firm. I am I am the prime consulate. I need to get to I need to get to the tower. I need to be able to see how to defend my people. They put my trust they're trusting me during the revolution and I'm not gonna let them down now. I Una. You have the eyes of someone who would understand that. I, I do understand. She starts walking towards the door. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm with her. With her. Yeah, she she hands the typewriter off to T U. It's like see if we can replicate that. This doesn't seem... This seems like a new technology. Peapot's gonna look over to Zepha and just be like, what do we do? Um, do we go with them, or do we need to keep... make sure there's nothing else happening here? Well, to you... no offense, but you don't have much time. I never did. Haha. <laughs> you two, stay with him for now. I'll go with Pia, and when... Uh, when uh, Tiu uh, rejoins the Aether, uh, you can join us. Okay. You're making your way outside, and outside is a bloodbath. You see more of those, you see more of those duplicants, like, attacking people. The Sadie Guard of Kaladesh, of Gearpur, are holding their own against them, now that they have, like, because this was, like, an enclosed room initially. Enclosed room where y'all were, so that's why the du- three duplicates were just like cleaning up in there because, oh hey, I have two seconds before the person I thought was went to my baby's like birthday party stabs me through the chest. But you also yeah. see like grotesque looking machines of war, like vehicles with skulls on them. You see some civilians. You think at first a guards are attacking them, but as the civilians fall, you see these, like, there are metal plates on their mouth, and the metal, it looks like, what looks like their spine, just, the metal plate exit, and it appears to be some kind of artifact creature that resembles a legged spine, just scurrying off and trying to take over bodies. Oh, boy. I'm gonna grab the the token that Jace gave me and and contact right. him. I I forget how exactly it works. All right, you yeah. hold it and you hear Jace in your mind. Yes. We have a major situation. There are metallic creatures roaming all over Kaladesh. We need help. I was afraid of that. I'll I'll be there as soon as possible. I'll bring I'll bring my allies with me. Thank you. Is Pia safe? Pia is safe. Good. Uh, meet us at the tower. We should be able to mount a resistance from there. Thank you. The consulate's tower, yes. Uh, yeah, we need to get to the tower now. And is the plan remaining the same for Teapot and Zepha to remain behind? Here's the question. Are we... What... Uh, like, uh, Teapot's like... With Zepha's like... This is much more major than just someone's going away party. I don't know what's happening here, but we can't just stand idly by. No offense to you. No, no, you, you have a really good point. Um, I've got an idea. Squidgen? Take Squidgen, who had migrated back to her head. Puts it on Tiu's shoulder. Wish them luck for us. Tiu, it was such an honor to meet you. There's things happening, so we're gonna... Woo! Bye! It was good, it was good to meet you too, Zef and Teapot. You too! Teapot's already disappeared. All right. 
Squidgen, have you ever eaten have you ever eaten calidicy rice crackers? And then they go into the fungin. Alright. It's Kaladesh, it's called the fungin, but my brain's like it's just a laboratory. It's not even anything weird or kinky, it's just a laboratory. Oh, it's kinky. Maybe a kinky lab. It's, it's a it's a dungeon, but it just has board games. There you go. It can still Here's be a asexual. What's the play <laughs> Warning, when an Aetherborn invites you over for board game night, they're not trying to have sex with you. They will make you play some weird board game. God no, I thought I escaped I, I, I thought I escaped the katana. Yeah, this game is called Axis and Allies. <laughs> now I only have uh, uh twenty-two hours to live, this is called... so we've gotta really rush to get this set up there. So let's get started. This game is this game is called Consulate and Renegades. <laughs> Perfect. Alright. So you seem much the same as you're doing it. And with your powers combined. We are Captain Planet. You are able to Planet? Yeah, you're able to get Pia safely to the tower. You fend off some of these monstrosities. But at the top of the tower, you already see these, like, banners unfurled. And, like, while the banners that were supposed to be there lay on the ground burning. And there is a man in blue robes with, like, just a huge blade on one of his hands. He is projecting his face all across screens that weren't there before. And he has just, like an entirely metal face with blue glowing eyes and he announces via like our like a loudspeaker magic magic loudspeaker microphone too long i labored under the belief that the consulate could change anything on Kaldash. but even before these renegades these mage lovers they were weak they were not willing to take the steps necessary to bring order to this world. But I have embraced perfection. All of my human weaknesses have been washed away by the tide of progress. And I will bring silence to this plane, finally. And you know how in magic stories they will have just like that big art at the end of the story, like from a from a card? Mm-hmm. It has that art of this man standing. He's like, he's in like the bottom half of his outfit from the last time he was seen in the magic story, but he doesn't have his hood anymore. Instead, it's just showing his completed face. And the caption reads, for the card name, Baral, Chief of Completion. Jimming was done by Waffle, and producing was done by Lafayette and Waffle. Our outro and intro were made by Emilia, who you can find on Twitter at am underscore rids underscore music. Lafayette is at esperexis. Sid is at quizettes underscore hatterack. Except with an S instead of the second Z and no second H. Tanner is at Sparky Upstart. Charles is at King of Doma. And Waffle is at The Space Hamster. Magic the Gathering is property of Wizards of the Coast. Our Sparks Ignited is unofficial fan content, permitted under the fan content policy, not approved or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast. Portions of the material used are property of Wizards of the Coast, copyright Wizards of the Coast, LLC.